But I think when we're talking about creating expansive or effective beliefs that we really want to be able to step into that help support our purpose, our vision and goals, try and formulate beliefs with this pattern of thinking. I am becoming the person who has wealth and abundance. I, or every day I get closer to being the person who effectively manages our cash flow in our business. So it sort of sets you into that mindset of, you know, even if this is a belief that you can't necessarily take on right now, or when you do take it on, it feels um, like there's a tension or there's a pull or there's a constriction. Look at maybe prefacing the belief around, I'm becoming the person who, dot, 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 fill in the blanks, or every day I get closer to being the person who, you know, because it's through small steps, it's right, it's through reflection, journaling, all the mindfulness practices that we talk about that get us closer to being the person that we intentionally are setting out to be. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigby. I'm a business and leadership coach and entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of two teenagers and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize the human potential by helping you unlock what's unique in all of us and design a big life that leaves you whole, grounded, and complete. Welcome to Three Uniques. I hope everyone's doing well this Saturday. I thought I'd jump on live and just share a few money beliefs that I have that I am hoping that you will take on and absorb and put into your business and leadership practice and truly embody every single day as you're scaling your business and taking on new developments in leadership with your team, with your clients. So I'm happy to be here today. Melissa, thanks for joining. Good to see you. So yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about money beliefs today. And this is a conversation that I continually have with clients inside Aligned AF. Hey, Tony, good to see you. And uh, Blind AF is my 12-month coaching experience. The cart is open now. It's a great opportunity to join in. We've got fabulous women leaders and entrepreneurs in our group. We meet every couple of weeks and we go through beliefs and purpose statements and our values and our goals. And we really seek alignment, greater alignment in our business, in our relationships, in our community impact, our health, our wealth and just where we want to see our careers going. So it's a great opportunity to interact with fabulous women, all different types of backgrounds, industries, purposes, things that they want to get accomplished in their life through their goals. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about money beliefs this morning and feel free to add any questions, perspectives. I'd love to get your input today. So a couple of things I want to share is like when you're thinking about these 10 money beliefs and I'll share them with you in a minute. So you want to probably grab a piece of paper, or watch the replay afterwards and then jot down notes then. Um, but you always wanna sort of start off a belief statement, especially with these ones uh, concerning money with, I am becoming the person who, or every day I get closer to be, being the person who. So you can simply put a money belief out there, like money comes in abundant forms to me. And at the same time, I want you to be able to claim it and truly embody it. And so it goes back to kind of like how we set up beliefs. Some of the beliefs that we have, we could simply say, you know what, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough. Those are all what I call limiting beliefs or blocks. And there's lots of coaches out there that talk about that. Lots of therapists that go out there and talk about it. And so there's nothing new about that information. But I think when we're talking about creating expansive or effective beliefs that we really wanna be able to step into that help support 
our purpose, our vision and goals, try and formulate beliefs with this pattern of thinking. I am becoming the person who has wealth and abundance. I, or every day I get closer to being the person who effectively manages our cash flow in our business. So it sort of sets you into that mindset of, you know, even if this is a belief that you can't necessarily take on right now, or when you do take it on, it feels um, like there's a tension or there's a pull or there's a constriction. Look at maybe prefacing the belief around, I'm becoming the person who, dot, 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 fill in the blanks, or every day I get closer to being the person who, you know, because it's through small steps. It's right. It's through reflection, journaling, all the mindfulness practices that we talk about that get us closer to being the person that we intentionally are setting out to be. So look at what you actually believe. That's another thing that I think is really important. So when we're taking on many beliefs, um, because oftentimes we don't talk about that when we're setting up goals and intentions. I've worked with coaches in the past and the conversation around money may even be awkward for them. And it's just been something that I have been continually exploring over the last five years since I went through my divorce and I quit my corporate executive job and went into entrepreneurship is that I had really toxic, not serving well money beliefs around how entrepreneurs make money, how women make money, how women in my past life, my mentors, my coaches, past teachers, family members have made money. And I didn't always approach making money as a business owner in the most effective way. So I started working with money coaches specifically, investment planners. I really wanted to understand how money works and also what are my beliefs around money. So look at what you actually believe you know, because that'll be something that's confronting as I read out some of these money beliefs that you may want to take on or pass on or save till later. And when you're hearing these, again, some introspective work that you may want to do to get even more committed around these money beliefs is ask yourself some of the following questions. One, what are the thoughts that I have about this belief? So again, really sort of like empty out in your brain, write it down. What are the thoughts that I have about this belief? Um, what do I have? The, what are the thoughts that I have about this conversation that Brent is having me uh, with me this morning or this afternoon on Saturday about money beliefs? What are the feelings I have about these thoughts? So as I'm writing down these thoughts that I have about money beliefs, what are the feelings that show up for me? And so you can articulate feelings through words, right? You can define what that emotional feeling is like I'm feeling judgmental. I'm feeling hurtful, I'm feeling surprised, I'm feeling shocked. And those are all good descriptive words. What I'd love for you to also to ex explore is when you're looking at the thoughts and the feelings is where do those feelings show up for you in your body? Where does that tension or that pull or that constriction happen for you? And naturally I point to the chest, but for me it's mostly, it, it always starts in the jaw. I grind my teeth. Um, I may move back to my neck. And so again, I might feel that constriction going from jaw to neck. If I'm not noticing it, it'll go down my back shoulder blades, down to my lower back, down to my glutes. And for years, I used to suffer from toe cramps. And as I started connecting more with my body and understanding my thoughts and my feelings and what are the things that trigger me to feel that tension, over the last like five, six years, I haven't had a toe cramp. I, I think maybe I've had one and 
it was after a really long day of traveling internationally going from Vancouver to Africa and I think I was just really tired and the whole process was maybe a little bit overwhelming it was my first time going to Africa um visas and lineups and all that sort of stuff and I think by the time I got to my hotel room I had a toe cramp so in those situations it was kind of extreme for me and I think I just kind of like threw all my tools out the window and just was in survival mode but in the last five to six years I can honestly say I haven't had a toe cramp and I used to get these really bad calf cramps and lower back pain to the point where I would have like like you know my back would just freeze and I wouldn't be able to kind of like move and I'd be like sort of walking around like this all day um popping Motrin or ibuprofen to try and get through the day and that just hasn't happened because I really feel that the work that I've been doing around my body recognizing my beliefs those triggers and doing that work I still have a long ways to go I would love to one day say I've eliminated you know clenching my jaw and grinding my teeth and I know that that's actually the first point in my body where that tension shows up so you know if I work my way from my toes to my calves to my glutes to my lower back and say that I'm no longer experiencing pain or tension residing in those parts of my body I feel I'm on the right track now I'm working on my shoulders and my neck so it's kind of like this sort of top area of my body that I'm working on and eventually I'll get to my job so getting back to money beliefs is you know when I ask myself these questions what are the thoughts I have about this belief what are the feelings that I have about the thoughts that I have about this belief? I want to notice in my body where that tension is showing up because I want to be able to recognize it before I cognitively ask myself those questions. Like it's great when I'm on a live or I'm coaching somebody or I've got my journal notes in front of me that I can prompt myself. But the key thing is, is that I want to ask myself now when I'm calm, rested, have a glass of water, maybe some essential oils beside me feeling good about how I'm situating myself, I can ask those questions and then record my thoughts. Uh, but I want to know where that trigger point shows up in my body because when I'm saying not in a situation and I'm reflecting back or I'm noticing that tension, I know what steps I need to take to kind of unwind myself from where I'm at. So once I identify the thoughts that I have about this belief and the feelings I have about this belief, I want to then identify what are the actions that I'm taking. Um, you know, and actions are, are sort of a derivative or an output of our thoughts and feelings. So by identifying what those thoughts and feelings are, I can start seeing, oh, that's why I'm taking door number A versus door number B. Um, that's why whenever I do this, it's because I'm having these thoughts and feelings, right? So it's kind of an equation. It's recognizing, okay, I have this belief about something about this goal, about this project that I want to take on. What are the thoughts that I have about it? Plus the feelings. Ah, okay. These are the actions that I'm taking, right? So sometimes we start doing things, acting a certain way, speaking a certain way, and cognitively, we're not understanding why we're doing that. Um, we could be getting into arguments with people. We could be getting into frustrating situations in our relationships why do i keep repeating that why do i keep dating the same type of person why do i keep making the same decisions about my career or how i fulfill my responsibilities or my project plans whatever the situation is we have a belief we have a pattern of operating and so until we sit there and we think about the thoughts and the feelings and register where it shows up in our body we won't be able to guide different pathways right we'll end up sort of always taking the same approach 
steps one, two, and three. And then maybe we might go back and say, oh, you know what? I always do step one, two, and three, and it doesn't always work out for me. So before we get into action, we want to understand the thoughts and the feelings that we have about the belief. And then when we do go into action, we want to reflect back and say, okay, what actions did I take and what actions did I not take? Those are two really good questions to ask yourself uh, and record that, right? I, well, I did step A, B, C, and I keep doing D and it never works out for me. Why do I keep doing that? Or when I get to D, I always get stuck. And then I go into like, you know, some type of stalemate, a stale mode, stalemate mode, uh, or, you know, procrastinate or get distracted or go into imposter syndrome. It's a beautiful bird outside talking to me. Um, so until we actually sit back and go, okay, yeah, these are the steps that I've been taking. This is the way that I've been acting or not acting in alignment to what I want to be doing, my purpose, my values, my vision, my goals. Uh, yeah, we could be acting sort of in a default mode, right? So we want to be intentional with our actions, with the words that we're saying, with the movements that we're taking in conjunction with our vision, with our purpose, with our values. Hi friends, it's Brenda here. I hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the Three Uniques podcast. I wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about Aligned AF. Aligned AF is my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life, ready to step into their Three Uniques, and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional, values-driven life that aligns all domains professional, personal, health, wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. And then the last thing that we want to look at when we're thinking about these beliefs. So again, we identify what the belief is that we want. We think about the thoughts that are associated with that belief that really, you know, help define what we're thinking. We identify the feelings and the actions that we're taking. And now what are the results that we're getting? Are the results in line with our purpose, with our values? Are they the results that we want? Because whatever we do, whatever actions we take, the things that we're speaking, the things that we're doing gets us a result. It may not be the ideal result or the intended result. So that's why it's always really important to go back and just see, okay, so I did A and I did B and I did C and it got me D, E and F and I didn't really want D, E and F. I wanted whatever I wanted. So it's important to go back and check in on those results and compare them with the results that you actually want to have. And what are those results that you want to have? Well, that goes back to your purpose, your values, your vision, your goals. 
If you're doing things that are not in alignment, that are out of congruency with your purpose, your vision goals, this is where I always say to my clients, this is where you start experiencing burnout, frustration. You know, you'll get into those spiraling emotions of anger, um, anger towards yourself, judgment towards yourself or others, because the things that you're saying yes to are not in line with your purpose. So we can occupy our days, our time of the week with lots of stuff. We can say yes to appointments, going for coffee dates, all these type of things that we want to do with people that we have in our life or the things that consume our life. And if it's not connected to our purpose, it's just busy work. And it may not be the right work that we really want to be getting those results from. So it's important to go and look at, okay, these are the money beliefs that I really want to attract into my life. What are the thoughts I have about them? What are the feelings that I have towards them? What actions am I taking right now? And what actions am I not taking that I really should be taking? And what results am I getting? And are those results going back to my purpose, my vision, my values, my goals? Are they all in alignment? So it's kind of a dissection, a breaking down, but then it gives you opportunity to go, okay, you know, if I had different thoughts about this belief, if I had um, these type of feelings, what type of actions would I be taking that are really desirable for the results that I want to have? that link into my purpose. And then I know that the time, the relationships, the investments that I'm making are in alignment to my purpose. So I wanted to kind of just give you that little backdrop and I'll put some more information in my notes about it. And just know that in my coaching experiences with my clients one-to-one or in my group programs like Aligned AF, we get into this type of work. We spend time going through our blocks um, our limiting beliefs. We'll look at our boundary leaks, like where we've got, you know, where, again, where we're saying yes to things that we don't want to be. Um, and we really should be saying no. And maybe where we're saying no by default to the things that we actually want more of in our life. So it's, it's really introspective work, but it's also strategic work when we're talking about scaling our business, uh, focusing on goals that really matter to us and are in alignment with our purpose. So feel free to reach out to me and talk to me more about it. Ask me any questions that you have right now as you're listening to this in the comments and I'm happy to help in any way I can. So here are the 10 money beliefs that I would love for you to be able to welcome into your life. And again, if you can copy them down or listen to the replay afterwards, then you can pause it and copy them down verbatim. So here they go. Every dollar I invest returns to me 10 times over. So every dollar I invest returns to me 10 times over. Number two, money is an available and unlimited resource for me to tap into at any time. Money is an available and unlimited resource for me to tap into at any time. Number three, I'm in competition. I don't know what this bird is. Can't be a crow beautiful though. Maybe it's starling. Um, number three, my relationship with money is not linear. Exponential growth is available to me. I love that one. I actually took that one from Susie Ashworth. She's a coach, um, a business coach out of the UK. And I really like that one. So my relationship with money is not linear. Exponential growth is available to me. Number four, I am grateful for what I have it's safe for me to spend money. I am grateful for what I have and it's safe for me to spend money. 
that's something I think too, like when I think about family origin, depending on how your family use money, what it used money for, um, how do they talk about money, where there are you know, debates or arguments at the dinner table talking about taxes or bills or that we don't have enough money. Um, let me read that one again. I'm grateful for what I have and it's safe for me to spend money. Number five, I make great investment decisions. I make great investment decisions. Even investment decisions could be I'm investing in myself. I'm getting a coach. I'm expanding my business and I'm adding this widget, this thing. I'm a joggy <laughs> that helps grow my business. You know, these are the things where it's like I make great investments. I'm going to, you know, rebuild my website. I'm going to hire a copywriter. I'm going to do this. These are great investments that I make and they always pay off. It kind of goes back to the first one. Every dollar I invest returns to me times 10. Number six, every day I think and feel like a wealthy person. It's kind of like, you know, I have a meditation on YouTube that you can always access um, or you can go to the link in my bio and check it out on Instagram here. But it's like the wisest self. Like, you know, what would my wisest self say? So even in that one, every day I think and feel like a, a wealthy person. What would that wealthy person say? Hi, thanks for joining. If you missed any of the money beliefs, you can always go back and listen to the replay. I'll read them one more time at the end, like all 10 again, but I kind of talk about them a little bit. Number seven, I love money and money loves me. I am worthy of receiving wealth. Money is the root of all that's awesome. We always hear that cliche, money is the root of all evil. What if we flipped it on its side? Money is the root of all that's awesome. Debt is a gift available to me and others. That was something that I had to learn a lot about because my family origin sort of principle is that we, we pay everything in cash. We don't get credit cards. We don't get loans. We don't get mortgages. Any of that sort of stuff is bad. Yet throughout my life, I've had student loans. I've had mortgages, three mortgages. Now I don't have a mortgage, but I did for the longest time. I've had three different mortgages on three different properties. Um, obviously credit cards. Um, I remember when I was, uh, 18, I got a credit card in first year university in American express through the university program and I jacked it up and I didn't pay it off because American express, you have to pay off fully by the end of the month. And I jacked it up and I hadn't paid it off for two months. And they called me on my payphone at my residency and made me get a pair of scissors and snip it up over the phone. I was devastated. So embarrassed. Uh, everyone around me is like, what are you doing? I'm crying. And then I called my dad afterwards and he was like, good, it'll teach you a lesson. Um, but I just sort of grew up thinking that debt was always bad. And if I had debt, I was a bad person. Um, I didn't know how to save for money. I didn't know how to manage my finances. So I always had this anxiety about it. And now I've kind of let that go because it doesn't serve me anymore. Debt is a gift available to me and others. So what have I done with all these many beliefs. These are ones that I use at different points in time. I've elevated some of them. These were really good ones for me to use when I was sort of starting up my business, when I was leaving um, my corporate life and getting my divorce and really sort of re-looking at like my, my money beliefs. These were some really good sort of starter ones for me. And I often go back to these ones. But for me, what's been really important is integrating these money beliefs with my nervous system. So that methodology that I walked you through at the very beginning of this call, and again, for anyone that's sort of tuning in now, you can go back and replay this once I post it later today, 
is, you know, go back and take that money belief. Like even just let's take our last one here. Debt is a gift available to me and others. So what are the thoughts that come up when you hear me say that or when you read that money belief aloud to yourself? Debt is a gift available to me and others. What are the thoughts that come up? You know, and some of the thoughts could be like, that's BS. I totally believe that. Yes, I do that every single day. Uh, no, debt is bad. Um, and it could be even a former family member, someone from your family origin, even like you can hear the words in your head of them actually saying it. So write those down. But what are the thoughts that are coming up around that belief? What are the feelings that are being generated in your body as a result of those thoughts? Like where's that tension coming from, that constriction, that tightness? Is it in your lower back? Is it in your stomach, your chest, your jaw? Like, you know, maybe it's some tingly feeling in your fingertips. Palms are sweaty. You know, where is that feeling coming from? And then what actions do you typically take when you are denying access to your, you know, to that money belief that could actually create this wealth and abundance in your life? And then what actions would you like to take? What results are you getting today? And what results would you like to get tomorrow? Like spend some time really working through each of those money beliefs. It will help you integrate those beliefs with your nervous system, with your brain. It's like partnering with your nervous system, partnering with your brain. Don't, I, don't work in isolation of them. They're brilliant tools that we're all equipped with. And every brain is a little bit different. Everyone's brain operates a little bit differently. Everyone's nervous system operates a little bit differently. That's what makes us unique as humans. Understand how yours operates. Dive into these beliefs. Go through those thoughts, those feelings. You know, Reflect on the actions that you're taking and results you're getting. And make that shift today. If you have a belief that's limiting you, that's holding you back, reframe it into a belief that's expansive, that's like joyful, that's fulfilling, that's tied to your purpose, something bigger than what you're doing right now in your life and in your work. And cultivate that belief, the thoughts that you need to have to support that belief, the feelings that you need to have in your body to support that belief, and what actions you need to be taking. And therefore, what results will you get that are in alignment to your purpose? Always look for an opportunity to, with your beliefs, um, to up-level your money belief and your intentions, right? So these, like I mentioned, these 10 are really good starter ones. And some of them I still use now. Like I mentioned, I started using some of these money beliefs when I was formulating and launching my business. I still continue to use them. And now I've added new ones. So... I kind of call these like more like effective money beliefs. And now I've added some bonus ones. Like one of my bonus ones is that I will be a coach generating a million dollars in three years. And I think that's entirely possible based off of my business plans, the coaches that I'm working with and the coaches that I flag. Like I'm going to be working with these like couple other coaches in the next two to three years. And they're going to help me through their coaching practice and what they've been able to build, get me to a million dollars. So here they are one more time. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the comments or reach out to me later in the DMs. Be happy to answer anything for you. Here are the 10 money beliefs I'd love for you to be able to take into your life and really spend some time answering questions on and reflecting and just see how they show up for you. So number one, every dollar I invest returns to me times 10. Number two, money is an available and unlimited resource for me to tap into at any time. Number three, my relationship with money is not linear. Exponential growth is available to me. Number four, I'm grateful for what I have. It's safe for me to spend my money. 
Number five, I make great investment decisions. Number six, every day I think and feel like a wealthy person. Number seven, I love money and money loves me. Number eight, I am worthy of receiving wealth. Number nine, money is the root of all that's awesome. And number 10, debt is a gift available to me and others. Thanks so much for joining today. It's been great connecting with you. If you're interested in learning more about my coaching experiences too, feel free to book a call with me. You can head to the link in my bio. Um, I'm actually taking calls this weekend. Uh, I was away earlier this week, so I'm putting in a few work hours. If you want to reach out to me, feel free to drop me a message in the DMs today. Or like I said, go to the link in my bio. Uh, you'll see my book a call link in there and you can book some time with me either this afternoon or on Sunday. Um, early next week, I'm available. Let's chat about opportunities to work with me in a coaching relationship. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, as always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.